And now, from the Diamond to the Dugout, it's the Twins Nation Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Joe and Matt back with you again this week. Uh, we've got uh, lots of things to cover, like always. How how was your weekend, Matt? Um, pretty good. Um, definitely a change from last weekend. It seemed like uh, last weekend we were living on the equator. Now <laughs> we're about halfway up the uh, uh, what do I want to say? The Arctic Circle. <laughs> You're, uh, you were back home for the weekend. Yep. Um, yeah, just hung out with some family, went camping over the weekend, uh, yeah. camping at the lake. So okay. camping at the lake during the fall is always one of my favorite times of the year. So, okay. Is it, is it cooled down then kind of like here then it's like, that's not, I don't know if it's going to get to seventies this week where I'm at. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, I think it pretty much stuck around the mid sixties, maybe high sixties, but yeah, I don't think it's supposed to even hit 70 at all this week. Maybe might barely touch 70, but that's all right. I'm all right with that. So, yeah, this is if, you know, if, if, uh, personally, if it stayed like that, like this year round, I would be fine personally. That's, but it just doesn't. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. It won't listen to us or me anyway. Um, <clears throat> so um, I didn't write down exactly what our record was, but I think it was four and two this week. Uh, Correct. Yep. Yep. The Twins had six games, uh, two series, and one both series, two to one. Um. And uh, they started off Monday night with uh, a bludgeoning <laughs> Jeez, of the, the least of the uh, Cleveland Guardians there, uh, twenty to six. If no, if there's anyone out there who missed it, um, and uh, pretty much everybody had a good night except for uh, I think uh, yeah. Uh, Max Kepler didn't join in on the fun. <laughs> He's the only guy on the lineup who didn't get a hit. Um, and uh, but uh, highlights of that game: uh, Royce Lewis hit another grand slam, and uh, he uh, his it was his fourth career grand slam, and uh, in only his fifty-sixth career game. That that's. Uh, that's a boatload. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, he's hit, what, three of those this this week <laughs> in the last couple of weeks here. So, um, that, 
Yeah, he went on an insane run with those. Um, yeah, and, that was yeah. pretty intense game there. I mean, twenty hits, you know, seven or I'm sorry, six home runs, you know, by Lewis, Polanco, Correa, Gallo, Walner, Farmer. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a that was a very that was a fun game to watch, you know. And I know Lopez went six innings, and you know, it didn't wasn't his best start, but you know, when you're putting up that many runs with that many hits. You know, you don't. Lopez doesn't need to, you know, be the a prime factor in a game like that. So karma got him this week, though. We'll talk about that. Um, unfortunately for him, because uh, uh, we'll talk about that here. Uh, Tuesday they won eight to three. Sunny Gray went six solid innings, three runs. Uh, uh, Solano got the biggest hit in the game. Uh, could maybe construe it as a misplay by the center fielder uh, of Cleveland because, uh, and it uh, because he it was going to look like it was just going to be a single up the middle, uh, but the center fielder made the choice to die for it and uh, missed it and went all the way to the wall, turned into a. Bases clearing triple, um, and uh, that blew the game wide open and uh, gave the Twins a, a safe lead there. And uh, Yeah, so. on a note of that, did they – I don't know if you heard they were talking about that, that it probably shouldn't have been scored as a triple. I don't know if you heard anything about that. I, I didn't, but I would have because he didn't touch the ball. Uh, okay. I mean, he maybe it was an error in judgment, but mm-hmm. I don't think you can give a guy an error. Unless, I, I think that would be a tough error to give a guy. Uh, yeah, because they, they went as far as trying to say, oh, it was only a single with an error, you know, with a two-base error attached to it. And I'm like, you got to at least give him a double on that. It's like, I, you know. I mean, if <laughs> the guy, if the guy, if Miles Straw didn't dive, he would play it into a single shirt. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was, it was an in-between there. He, he thought he could. He could make it, and he just about did. Um, and uh, I think he also thought if he doesn't make it, he could his body would trap it. But um, he he just missed it, and and it rolled. Um, then the other note about that: uh, Christian Vasquez, or yeah, uh, hit a home run, opposite field home run, which seems uh, it's been kind of cool to see that the last. Two or three of his home runs, have, he's tucked them into the right field corner. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty weird. Um, then Wednesday, took took a close game on the chin there, two to one. Uh, just couldn't get any offense going, even though the bo- the uh, the pitching was pretty good. Uh, highlighted there, I highlighted there that Louis Varlin made his first uh, appearance. After being called up uh, to uh, and, and uh, made his first appearance out of the bullpen through three scoreless innings, um, and uh, so the Twins won that Guardian series two games to one. 
Um, and have pretty much made it, uh, I, you know, it's not official of course, but it's going to be really tough now for Cleveland to, uh, to overcome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, well. you know, the twins did pretty much for the most part, almost everything they needed to do to pretty much close the door on Cleveland mm-hmm. as far as them even having a chance mm-hmm. of, you know, getting a taste of, you know, the division race. Um, no, I mean, scoring, you know, they scored 30 runs in this series, which is, you know, you're averaging 10 runs, you know, a game, you know, yeah. with uh, 23 hits or 30, 33 hits. I'm sorry, which is, that's, that's very good for this offense. Um, you know, the relief pitching did pretty good. Um, like I said, Louis Barlin in his, you know, debut of relief, you know, three innings and having a couple strikeouts. I mean, that, that really helped. Um, the Probably the one bad thing of that, kind of a minor note, that we notice when we get into these really low-scoring games, you know, like we lost mm-hmm. game three to, you know, the, the Twins were basically, they were one, one for six with uh, runners in scoring position, which yeah. kind of earlier this year, that's kind of been our M.O., yeah, until um, the second, yeah, until before the All-Star break, that was definitely a struggle all season. Um, and games, definitely, it has been. It still is every now and then, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we always seem to just have that, you know, that one game where we just, you know, the runs, you know, the the runs don't produce, you know, and then you know, and then everything of all them, all the reasons why it ain't happening, you know, which, you know, like I talked about, you know, the leaving guys on base and, you know, runners in scoring position and all that stuff. It's, you know, it, it comes to life. So, yeah, it's, yeah. And so that's a concern because, uh, you know, in the playoffs, you're going to be facing uh, the best pitching uh, you're going to face all year. And uh, so you you would expect there are going to be a lot of low-scoring games, so you got to take advantage of those situations. And uh, it's concerning when they're not, definitely. Um, so then Thursday, the Twins had the day off. Then this weekend, they played a three-game series and won two of those games against um gosh brain fart <laughs> Mets the Mets the the hapless Mets <laughs> ever probably the biggest disappointment in baseball or I, I liked what somebody tweeted out uh this weekend because uh, Carlos Correa hit a home run and mm-hmm. they said off his former team <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> Oh, did I ever tell you that story? Speaking of that, did I ever tell you this story? I might have told you the story at the beginning of the year. But <laughs> What's that? We, in one of my Stratomatic leagues, we draft in person because we're kind of spread out all over the United States. Okay. You know, from California to New York. Anyway, so we always do it on this one Saturday, the Saturday before the Super Bowl. Anyways, so about that time, that was when... Uh, I think he had just 
bailed on the Mets and had was signed and had signed with the Twins. Mm. And I was so badly looking for a just a t-shirt jersey of Carlos Correa with uh you know with the Mets <laughs> and I was going to order that darn thing and I was going to have it shipped. <laughs> And shipped to his house so he could wear it on our draft day. And <laughs> unfortunately, I did not get it done. So I wish I would have. I'm kind of kicking myself now for not doing that. But <laughs> I think that would have been so great. Did you have so, any uh, Giants fans in that in that league? Um, no, not that I know of. Because um, you could have um, done the, the same thing to them. Co- <laughs> I know. Most of the guys that are living the West Coast in our league are, are Dodger fans. So, oh, so. but yeah, so sure. no, like I said, the one guy that was a Mets fan and, you know, and he, <laughs> he's kind of one of those guys we enjoy torturing him because he kind of brings it on himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been just perfect. So, and even his wife was for it. So, <laughs> Oh. So I, I wish I would have done it. So. <laughs> oh well. Or you could have, if you could have arranged it to happen this weekend, <laughs> to, for to arrive this weekend. <laughs> That's true. That would have been I, true. I could still probably do it. I'm sure I can find a um, a Korea Mets jersey somewhere. Yeah, I, I think I've seen. Uh, I think I saw a picture of. Uh, I think it was a couple one was wearing a Korea Giants jersey and one was wearing a Korea Mets jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That was funny. <laughs> uh, so um I don't think we have to go over that kerfuffle again. <laughs> no. Everybody knows what happened there. Um so yeah, so the twins took two or three from the Mets, winning winning five to two on uh, Friday. Uh uh, Royce Lewis looking more and more like a guy named Kirby Puckett uh, with clutch hits. Uh, got two hits and two RBIs in that game. Uh, Carlos Correa hit that home run against his former team. <laughs> uh, and he whacked that thing. It was clocked at 114 miles an hour uh, when it left the bat. Uh, and Dallas uh, Keiko did okay. Uh, got five innings and two runs and struck out six guys. Uh, so that's definitely gives us gives me a little confidence that he's yeah he's definitely. Okay. So yeah, I mean this is this is an ideal game for me of what you're going to get out of Keuchel. Um, You know the five innings. You know you're not going to get much more than that unless he's you know pitching out of his mind. You know the six Ks. That's that's probably a, a little above average, I think, for him. You know, I would say he's more of a, you know, maybe three, four, five strikeout guy because he's so, you know, he's so much into putting the ball into play kind yeah. of a pitcher. He wants. But, yeah. you know, and then the bullpen again, you know, who came out there and, you know, did their job in four innings, only giving up a hit in five Ks. So, I mean, that's, you know, and then, like I said, the offense did pretty good scoring five runs and, you know, eight hits. I mean, it's just, it was a, for a low scoring game, the twins did everything they needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> definitely was a nice crisp game there. I thought it was um, definitely one you want to see them 
kind of game you want to see them have. Uh, and Saturday they won eight to four. A uh, couple of guys uh, had uh, three hit games with uh, Willie Castro and uh, Kyle Farmer. So some bench guys there having good days. And uh, Max Kepler, who I feel like he'd been kind of quiet uh, lately, but he got a big old bases clearing triple in that game. Uh, and that sealed that victory. And then uh, Sunday, the offense laid a dud, and uh, Karma bit Pablo Lopez. He gets 20 runs one day and then gets nothing on maybe the best game he's ever pitched in his life. He uh, struck out 14 guys and uh, gets a no decision. <laughs> uh, thanks to Griffin Jacks. Well, more thanks to the offense not showing up. They got yeah, struck again. You know. I get that, but, you know, Griffin Jacks. So he struggled, definitely. Yes, and, you know, and I know I said this at the beginning of the year, you know, as – the win loss column is uh, but is not always a good stat to look at versus a pitcher. Not but anymore. in this case, no. in a in a relief role, when you're six and nine as a relief pitcher, it's never great. <laughs> no, it's not. you're nine. You're you know you're basically responsible for nine losses there in a you know in a short stint. So yeah. that's. That's a little bit of a deceiving number for me. Um, yeah. yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, Lopez having 14 Ks pitching, you know, eight oh. innings. I mean, oh, if he could pitch you know, better they, than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, Castro having, you know, a couple of hits, which, you know, the Twins only had four hits. And then yeah. uh, the runners in scoring position, the Twins were 0 for 10. Yeah, just and uh... they left. And they left nine runs on base, so that's definitely a lot of lot of lot of offense they left on base there. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, kind of uh, 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 reiterates your point a few minutes ago about uh, not hitting with runners in scoring position uh, when when they really seem to need it. It's not there. It's ha- it hasn't been there um, in some winnable games. And, uh, and uh, otherwise, they might already have the division crown. Um, and, uh, you know, so that is an ongoing concern, hopefully, that they'll figure out a way to uh, to resolve that they can do some damage here in the playoffs coming up here. Um, so then I guess we should run through the injury news updates that I've, that I've got here. Uh, uh, news, uh, no news on Byron Buxton. He, I think we discussed last week that he had uh, played about a game and a half uh, of a rehab stint and then they shut him down because he said he felt soreness in his knee. Uh, he has not played since, and they're still uh, trying to figure out what to do with him, uh, whether uh, 
what that means, we don't know. You know, if they're going to abandon the idea he's going to play center field or abandon the idea he's going to play any more this year, we just don't know. Um, I don't think they would do that. I think they would I think they'll try to get him on the team in some capacity, but then that will bring up the I, you know, if you can only DH, that'll, that'll cause a problem because, uh, well, you want him to be able to hit, he hasn't hit. <laughs> so, and that's yeah. blocking guys that can and have been. You know, so, and in my own opinion, if, if he can't play outfield, you know, and, and DH is the only thing he can do. I, I just, I don't see him. I don't see him having a major role. I mean, right. I can see him, you know, obviously being on the roster, but he's definitely not going to have a big role with this team. He might, you know, he's definitely not going to be a guy who's going to be in the lineup every day. You know, he might be the guy who's only in the lineup maybe once a week. Maybe or maybe in certain situations, you know, they might bring him in to pinch hit or something. But honestly, I don't want him in that DH role. I we have things are finally starting to go offensively for the most part. Things are finally starting to go the twins way and they're starting to look like a club that actually kind of belongs in the playoffs, you know, versus before. Yeah. Yeah, and why would we want to throw a monkey in a wrench on that? I I just you know, like I said, I I understand that he's got to come back. You know, you can't keep him on the injured list forever. You know, but yeah, he 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 just cannot have that big of a role like he did before. There's just mm-hmm. there's just no way. I mean, and if they do that, then that's they're basically shooting themselves in the foot. So you think shut him down the rest of the year if, if they determine he can't play center? Just, if they if if he cannot play center field, I I I really would think I really hope they consider shutting him down. Mm-hmm. But if not, then he needs to have a very very small role on this team, like a Gallo role for the rest of the you know. Sure. So then, yeah, then it becomes a uh, if that <clears throat> excuse me, then it becomes uh, yeah when they're making the playoff roster, then uh, it'll be interesting, you know, whether they, you know, I can't imagine they wouldn't put him on there if he's if they think he can play at all, but then does that make for certain that a guy like Joey Gallo doesn't get on the playoff roster that? Well, That'll be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, would, well, we but... know for sure a, a guy like Andrew Stevenson would definitely not be on the roster. But True. Um, I don't know that he would either. Yeah. You know, I you know, I would think Gallo would be another one that's on that list. But it just depends on who's hurt and who's not and mm-hmm. when we get to the finish line. So, I mean, it's – yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, you know, and I hate the fact that we have to have that conversation about, you know, Buxton, but it, you know, he hasn't proven anything to be a hitter, you know, 
certainly he hasn't, he hasn't done nothing. He certainly doesn't seem. He just seems like he's uh, definitely somebody who's proven he's not one who can uh, just DH for some reason. Like no, no, he didn't. He has not adapted to that role, uh, and some guys just don't. Um, they have to, and whether for whatever reason, and a lot of it probably is, you know, if, uh, some guys if they have a bad at bat and then they have three innings to think about it with nothing else to do, that ruins their night. Um, whereas at least if he could play defense, could concentrate on that, um, and that's seems to be what's going on there. Um, so as far as that goes, uh, after that, we got uh, news, uh, Chris Paddock, uh, if anybody remembers him, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he's finally started a rehab assignment, um, made his first rehab start uh, in the, with single A, um, went two and, a, two and two-thirds, through 54 pitches, uh, so uh, that's good news to hear that uh, he is he is on the way back. I've, uh, I guess he's said he's aiming to uh, get back by late mid to late this month. Um, that's what he and maybe see if they can give him a couple of starts. Uh, or at least appearances. Um, and then uh, also earlier, a few days ago, uh, Alex Kirloff is finally back with uh, from that shoulder injury. And uh, I heard a great line. Because, um, uh, you know, he had a, during his rehab stint, he played really well in AAA. Um, and... Uh, I think it was Pat Royce. Uh, said it's a. He said it's a shame they didn't call him up. Uh, by Monday, they could have scored forty. Big, big opportunity missed there. <laughs> uh, leave it to Royce. Uh, uh, then uh, some sad news. I'm not sure exactly the details, but. Uh, Jorge Polanco is going to miss a few days. He's, uh, I guess, he had a death in his family uh, yesterday, and so uh, he's going to miss at least a uh, couple more days here. Um, and, um, and and but that means that Gilberto Celestino is back for the first time this year. He'll be he'll be on the Twins bench for a few days. Um, and, oh, the corresponding move, I guess I didn't mention that, with Kirloff being activated, Joey Gallo was put on the injury list with a, uh, I believe just a sore foot, uh, and, uh, I was going to say, how can you miss that? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, when I saw that, I, kind of, kind of laughed, it was like, is that real, or are they just, uh, they just kind of make that up to get <laughs> so that they can have an excuse for Joey Gallo not to play. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. The man has 
been awful. Um, and everybody knows it. Um, and there was a couple of league notes I have here. Uh, we mentioned last week that uh, Urias from the Dodgers got himself in some trouble um, off the field uh, and uh, got placed on, he's officially been placed on administrative leave by the league, um, which basically means it doesn't look like he's going to play anymore this year. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if that means he doesn't get paid either. I think he's, I think he does, but, uh, sounds like a very serious situation. I think it was what I understand is somebody got footage of him, uh, either with an argument or maybe a physical altercation with a, a woman, uh, outside of a soccer game he attended. Um, out of the, outside the stadium, um, and so it's not good. And that's the second nope. time he's been suspended for similar. So, um, so he's gonna need some sort of something bad's probably gonna happen to him because, uh, especially with strike two. Um, First time he was suspended for 20 games, so I don't know what the next suspension looks like after that. I'm sure well, it will I not be good. It would have to be. I would assume it would have to be more than 50 games. I would think. Yeah, I would but think so. I'm not 100 percent certain on you know if the MLB has an actual set rules or of how they do that, or if they, it's one of them things where they just, you know, they'll take a look at it and then make a decision, you know, being this is a second offense. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll just have to kind of wait and see how that works out. So, yeah. And then, uh, kind of an odd situation. Um, I guess failed to mention last week, uh, Steven Strasburg uh, of the Washington Nationals, uh, the rumor came out last week that he was uh, going to announce his retirement from the game because he's got a problem called thoracic outlet syndrome, and, uh, and it just has never cleared up for basically like the last two years. And so he was finally going to announce his retirement. Um, and it was supposed to happen this week, but the uh, the Nationals canceled the the press conference that was supposed to take place. It sounds like they're arguing about just how much money they're going to pay him because he's got a few years left on his contract that he's not going to be able to fulfill. Um, and uh, they're trying, they're haggling over um, how much insurance will pay or just how he's going to get all that money because he's he's entitled to all the money he's going to get it in one some way shape or form uh mm -hmm. but just kind of a mess and that's kind of typical of the nationals these last few years they they're another yeah, organization doesn't seem to know what they're doing uh no and that's the that's kind of one of the sad you know that's kind of one of the 
things when you sign these players for big money like that and mm-hmm. things like this happen, unfortunately to, you know, unfortunately happens to them before they fulfilled their contract. You know, there's, there's a lot of black and white writing in them contracts, but then there's also a lot of gray area, like you were just discussing, like the insurance stuff and, you know, and then the money that's not necessarily guaranteed to them, you know, there's a discussion of how much does he get of the non-guarantee money. So, yeah, I um, suppose there yeah probably this is definitely going to be probably uh this will, you know, I don't think this is going to be something that's going to be, you know, over quick. I think this might kind of drag on for a little while. I mean, hopefully not too long for, you know, for Steven's case or even the Nationals case. But um, I guess time will tell on that deal. So, I mean, I'm sure we've seen this happen many times, you know, with players that, you know, like I said, know me whether they were a bust injury or just, you know, mm-hmm. you know, there's always the, there's always that fine line in contracts. Yeah. It's, uh, and I don't know. Um, now that it looks like it's over, uh, what, what do you think when you think about Steven Strasburg's career, uh, uh, I know, I think, you know, a lot of people would say he was a bust, but I would say, no, <laughs> he, when he could pitch, he was awfully good. He, he just was unfortunately one of those, his body uh, wouldn't allow him to have as long of career as it looked like it he, he could have. Um, but when he was on the, on and actually playing, he was, he was definitely a top 10 pitcher in the game. And Um, I wouldn't say he was a bust. He just, I definitely think he's was, you know, until the last three years, I would say he was definitely one of the better pitchers of the game. I, I, you know, I, I definitely, if he's not, if he's not in the bottom half of a tier one pitcher, he's definitely in the top of a tier two. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I would go as far as saying he was a bust. Um, I think you, you can, and here's another pitcher you can throw into that category with him, mm-hmm. Tim Lickney or um, Tim um, from the Giants. I can't Lindsay remember darn name. The free. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that guy was that guy was just unbelievable. He was and then obviously, you know, yeah. injuries kind of you know, derailed his career. And Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like this is, you know, the same ordeal. Yeah. You know, I think just the injuries have just kind of derailed his career now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what you got out of him, you know, his first couple of years, you know, you didn't get, they didn't get a lot out of him. I mean, he only, you know, pitched about 90 innings, but from 2012 to 2019, he was a very very dominant pitcher exactly yeah you know especially for you know and he was he was the main he was a lot of the reason that washington was as good as they were you know and even with the world series win yeah so i mean he was an mvp and you know what 2019 was he the mvp i wouldn't be surprised um yeah so and he was a and he had a he was a side and he had cy young award too i mean 
I know. Um, that's what I mean. He's, you know, he wasn't as dominant for as long as you would, anybody would have wanted him to be. But when he, at his peak, he was great. And like you were saying, uh, Tim Linscom, same thing. Um, at at their at his peak, I don't know. For a few years there, he was in the top tier, and uh, mm-hmm. just unfortunately, both of their bodies broke down. I'd say Strasburg was more dramatic. You know, he's uh, literally sounds like he can't open doors with that arm uh, mm. right now. Um, so definitely you can't pitch. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever surgery they do to, to, uh, fix the problem he has. I don't know if it didn't go right or just, or what, but it hasn't allowed him to come back. Um, so it's just, and you know, they also, you know, like I was saying with the Nationals organization, their owner, is the, the learner's family, they're known for not being good good to their players and organization, yeah. kind of like uh, the uh, <laughs> the Angelos. The Fisher, um, yeah. from, Fishers and the Angelos. Yeah, for uh, Baltimore and uh, – Oakland. Um, so um, it's just a bad situation for him. Hopefully they do get that resolved. Uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly if the details leak out what how that's going. But that's the situation there. If anybody saw that he was going to retire, but then the press conference was canceled to announce it. This is why. Um, uh, so that's what I had there. Did uh, in this coming week, uh, the Twins uh, have a decent uh, competition this week. They're starting a series with the Tampa Bay this next, tonight and through Wednesday. And then they got a four-game series with the White Sox starting Thursday. So um, that Rays team, this Rays series, it'll be a good measuring stick just to see because uh, this is a team they're gonna, if they're gonna, they may end up facing in the playoffs at some point. Um, so it'll be a good measuring stick to see where they're at because Tampa Bay's, I think they're are they. Still the best team, or? Uh, no, 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 they are not. But um, they're still. As of today, yeah, I can go through the. As of today, right now, the the two, the number one team in the AL is Baltimore. Oh yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. Baltimore, and then Houston's number two. So they would have the buy. Those two would have the buy. Um, Tampa Bay is number four. Okay. Uh, Toronto's number five. So those two would have to, if the playoffs started today, Tampa Bay would have to, or Toronto would have to go to Tampa. And the Twins would be playing Seattle at home. Okay. If 
So right now Seattle's in that sixth spot, but Texas is a half game back. And then Boston, you know, I kind of threw them in there is still on the bubble, you know, even though they're probably about six games behind, I would say if they probably lose another game, I would, you know, fall another game behind. I would say they're pretty much, their chances are pretty much gone. Bubble burst. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, definitely this is would definitely be a true test, you know, almost like a playoff series, you know. So, I mean, sure. the Twins definitely have to come in, you know, come home with their – I should say come home. They've already been home. But, yeah. uh, you know, they definitely got to play at home here, play their best baseball. Um, yeah, because yeah. you never know the, the way things are going. This could be – you know, depending on where, if Tampa Bay falls more, they, this could be a playoff series, you know, a good chance of a playoff series preview. So, um, but no, they're not. Um, and then they got the White Sox, who, which, you know what, it's, it's another division game. We need all these division games we can get. Mm-hmm. So, and we should at least get at least two or three, you know, three of them against, um, three of them against the uh, White Sox. So You would hope. And uh, the thing, though, is going to be because uh, even though they haven't technically clinched, they're uh, in a pretty comfortable spot with, within the division as far as lead, as we know. They're seven and a half games up now on Cleveland. Um, and so they're going to be – they're probably, you know – not going to be trotting out their uh, a lineup out there every day you know you go want to keep guys healthy and get them rest when you can um and uh so it'll be interesting to see how they do that um and uh might not make a guy like a sunny gray happy because that might mean you pitched your five innings, you're done. I don't care how good you're doing. We need you for the playoffs. Um, but we'll see just how that goes, um, how they uh, manage the uh, the roster um, to try to keep guys healthy and get them back, uh, mm-hmm. the ones that aren't healthy. Because they just they got about three weeks here before playoffs start. And... Uh, um, now, and their magic number to clinch that playoff spot is, uh, earned to win the division is 12 um, right now. So, and uh, if anybody doesn't know how magic numbers work, uh, basically that means a combination of uh, 12 wins or 12 losses by the, 12 wins by the Twins or 12 losses by the Guardians is uh, when the Twins will uh, clinch the division. And uh, so let's say tonight the Twins win and those Cle- yeah, Cleveland plays tonight in San Francisco. If they lose, then tomorrow the magic number is 10. Um, so that's how that goes. Um, so could be within the, within the next two weeks that, that they finally have that all sewn up. Uh, and probably will be. So, um, so that's exciting. Um, and then we'll next, finish with the uh, NL race here right now. Yeah, um, Atlanta, obviously people. the number one team. So they're 
pretty they're pretty tough right now. So uh, Dodgers are sitting in the number two spot. Um, number three spot is Milwaukee. Uh, number four is Philadelphia. Number five Chicago. Number six Arizona. So if the playoffs started today, it would be uh, Arizona going to Milwaukee and Chicago having to go to Philadelphia. But okay. um, on the bubble, uh, Miami Marlins are a half game out. San Francisco oh, is a game and a half, and Cincinnati's a game and a half. So it's definitely going to be a pretty tight race for that. Um, I would say for that fourth, fifth, and sixth spot. So, so then maybe we should talk about um, so some of those teams there, uh, like the big series that's going on going on the next uh, three days here is. Blue Jays versus Rangers. Um, that'll be a battle for basically the same uh, spot uh, in the uh, playoffs there. Um, Rangers are, what, are they like a game, game or two out of first now? Um, they've, they've had a rough few weeks here because they had like a, I think they had like an eight-game lead and now they're not in first place anymore. Um, yeah. But they still have the opportunity if they can figure out what's gone wrong there and get it straightened out. They can they can sneak it into the wild card and they still have a shot at their division. But just otherwise, it's gonna look they're gonna go down as a team that had a major collapse um, uh, if they don't figure it out. Uh, and uh, and then there's uh, today. The Braves and the Phillies are playing a double header. Uh, Braves won the first game ten to eight, and apparently uh, they trail the Phillies in game two four to three. Uh, finally, uh, Yankees Red Sox game doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess Red Sox. You said they're on the bubble. It's for you. Yeah, they're kind of a bubble team, but, you know, it's, I think they're, I don't know, I think they're kind of a long shot, but, I mean, they would have to pretty much run the table, and I think, uh, uh, who am I looking at, Seattle or Texas, they would, I think Seattle or Texas would just absolutely have to fall apart. Sure, and so uh, the Mariners, they got the Angels. Uh, right this next few days here, uh, Astros get to play the A's, uh, Cubs playing the Rockies, I already said Cleveland, they're playing the Giants, and the Padres and the Dodgers are squaring off, so, um, so, uh, you said you, did you say you before we started doing this, that you had looked or had not looked at our preseason picks? Um, um, I looked, but I did not. Um, I did not, uh, was not able to find the playoff part. So it's kind of one of the things I'd have to listen back to what we kind of said on our prediction show. Okay. I know I had, uh, I can think of a, Two teams in the National League that definitely uh, failed 
I would say everybody's expectations. Uh, the Padres and the uh, Mets. Uh, you know. Yeah. That's yeah, the two definitely. things I know I got wrong. <laughs> yeah. Padres, Mets, and I. you might as well throw San Diego in there, too. That's San Diego is the Padres, so. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant uh, St. Louis. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the heck happened there? Forgot all. Yep. So, yep. I definitely. Yeah, we'll have to them. definitely do that. I, def- I definitely. The... Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I definitely picked them to win the division just because I couldn't, didn't think anybody else was really any good. I didn't think the Cubs were ready to compete, and they shoved that in my face. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people are eating crow on that one, or I should say Cardinal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ouch. But, uh, no, that's definitely, on, as soon as the season's over, we're going to have to take a look back on what we, you know, when when everything's said and done, we'll have to take a look back at what we what our prediction was. So, and kind yeah, of compare and contrast. I know I did not do that good. I'm just, I know I can say with confidence I didn't do well in, with my National League picks. Um, I don't know what I like. Yeah, I'd have to look and see what a what a, how I, my American League picks turned out. Uh, Pretty sure that I I know we got I got the twins right even though that was not an ob- objective pick that was, <laughs> that was just because as a fan I I always try to pick them if I think it's legit um, so uh, so that's how that goes. Um, Here, so, um, that looks like pretty much what I had down tonight. So, okay. I'm just trying to think here. Um, so these next like three weeks here that are left in the season, just what are your feelings as far as what what would you like to see uh, from this team here? From our twins, the next three weeks here. Um, well, the next three weeks here. Um, <clears throat> obviously, with Tampa, I mean, this is you know we've already discussed that it's almost like a playoff series. So, um, playing Chicago, obviously, we need to win at least. If we don't win at least two to three games, that'll be very disappointing. Um, then we have, you know, we come up against, you know, Cincinnati and I, from here on out, I just, I guess I would like to see us win at least if it's, you know, the four game series, you know, at least win a couple of them. And if it's the two game series or three game series, I'm sorry, then we definitely need to win at least two out of three. I mean, we can maybe get away with one series, you know, maybe two at the most going one and two, but we definitely need to uh, be on the upper end of the, all these series. Um, And right now with the offense, the way they've been playing the last few weeks, they, for the most part, two out of three games, they've been pretty productive. Um, Definitely scoring runs and getting hits. 
Uh, starting pitching has been, I would say, all right. You know, it's you know it's been good in some games and average in others. Bullpen has definitely picked up the slack. The last, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the most part in the last couple or the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right there, that gives you a, a very good, a very good mix of what a playoff team should look like, you know, having, you know, with your offense and, you know, your starting pitching, your bullpen all kind of working together and, you know, and having these good games that we've had, you know, against the Mets and the guardians. I mean, yeah, it's a couple teams that are, you know, one, not in the, it's coexistent of the playoffs. The other one's just trying to keep up with us, but still, I mean, we need every win we can get, and we need to start looking like a playoff team before the playoffs start. And like I said, this is a, definitely a good mix, um, and hopefully, you know, this is what we need, and uh, and hopefully it continues as you know in the next few weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely agree with. Most of that, the one thing that's going to be interesting, though, is just, uh, you, know, you, you want all that, definitely, but you're also in a position where you can uh, give guys days off and keep, you know, get this team as healthy as it can be uh, going into the playoffs. So I'm really interested in how Rocco does that and uh, um, you know I expect that a guy like Carlos Correa is probably going to get a few days off here um, try to see if that helps his, uh, his foot um, at all um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets two days off um, yeah, especially once know. we can clinch the division so. yeah I totally agree I, I and I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, some of these guys will be getting some days off because obviously we have um, just enough depth, you know, and, and and like the whole season, our depth mm-hmm. guys have been kind of our better players. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can definitely agree. I can definitely agree to that. Um, but my main point is just making sure that everything is running together like a well-oiled machine, you know, not where, you know, the pitching in the bullpen is trying to, you know, trying to, you know, I don't know, just trying to, you know, make up for what the, uh, the hitting is not doing, sure, um, sure. you know, like game three, you know, in uh, the, was it the Mets or was it the Mets series? Which which one was the Pablo 14K? Yesterday. Yesterday, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, so we don't have lopsided, you know, so we don't have games like that, you know. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that was just a, a great yeah. day by Pablo. You know, like you said, one of his best days he's ever pitched in his, you know, games he's ever pitched in his life. And mm-hmm. you can't, you know, and we couldn't put, you know, a put bunch runs of hits. On the board. Yeah, what yeah. runs on the board? I mean, we can obviously we you know got guys on base. We left mm-hmm. nine of them there, but still, it's just can it was really hard to you know it's really hard to watch that. 
and you know, like I said, and the Twins right now, they're you know, the, if we had to pick three pitchers that I think that are going to start for us, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Pablo, Sonny. And then you can make an argument for that third one, you know, whether it's Ryan, Maeda, or, mm-hmm. you know, depending on Ober, if, if and when he comes back. Um, I don't think there is an argument. I think it's going to be Joe Ryan. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be Joe Ryan and then uh, the bullpen. That's where I'll, I'll be interested how many uh, guys who have been starting this year, they're going to throw in the bullpen. Um because, you know, as uh, like a guy like Griffin Jacks right now, uh, he's been not good this mm-hmm. second half. No. Um, and I don't know if that means he won't make the playoff roster or, or if how many guys or just what they'll do. Because uh, um, he's, like you said, Earlier, what's he got? Nine losses. Yep. So that's too many. Um, that means at least nine times he's he's been tagged with a loss. Um, now some of that might not all be his fault. He might have uh, might have been that he came out with guys on base and then the next guy didn't didn't execute a pitch. Um, and so um, he gets lost because inherited runners scored. Uh, it's kind of that that could be a case in a lot of cases, but at the yeah. same time, he's the one that left the guys on base. Uh, and the same with, you know, happened to Emilio Pagan too. Uh, and so, I mean, it's tricky being a. a oh, really yeah. Manager. Most definitely. Um, I mean, guys that we definitely will not see on this playoff roster for sure are Josh Winder and Brent Hendrick. You know, those two definitely will not be on there. I mean, guys that are on the bubble, I think Cody Mm -hmm. Funderburk might be a guy on the bubble. Yeah, Um, think of that. Griffin Jacks, Dylan Floral. I mean, that's another one. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to throw Emilio Pagan in that category. No, I think he's definitely going to make it. He's pitched. He's pitched. Pretty well this year. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, for the most he part. He started so. out. He started out not very good, but um, he he's turned it around. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Thunderbird's a good good uh, question. I mean, he's only been in the majors a couple of weeks here, um, and but he's been really solid. So it would be one. Of but sorry for him to make the playoff roster um, with uh, about a month's experience in the majors. Um, uh, not quite a situation like last year with Alex Kirloff, but awful close. Uh, you know, how I, or, or was it two years ago now? Alex Kirloff made his major league debut in a playoff game. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, so it wouldn't be quite to that extent, but it, but, you know, um, with, uh, uh, about a month's experience in the majors, if he made the playoff roster, that'd be, that'd be crazy. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, if he's, if he proves that he's reliable, it's a possibility. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they do and how many, like a guy, like like an Ober or uh, Keichel, will they throw one or both of them in the bullpen? Um, for the first round, I would think they would probably throw both of them in the bullpen and uh, uh, use them as, uh, in case of emergency, break glass guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody has a bad outing, you got this guy who can pitch a few innings. Um, I know over, he made a start, I believe, yesterday or this weekend anyway, in St. Paul. So uh, they gave him a couple of weeks off there trying to give him some rest because he's not, he's never pitched as many innings as he had, as he has this year. And so that's really why he, was demoted in the first place was just kind of give him some rest, but uh, he doesn't have an injury, so you can't uh, can't put him on the injured list. So, um, so it's uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what they do um, that way, and uh, well, it'll be exciting. Um, other than that, I don't know. Um, did you have anything else you... Oh, I forgot another note here. Just kind of a just a note because I like the guy. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, you know, he made his return to Pittsburgh this year. Yep. And unfortunately, his season's over. But, um, prematurely, he uh, has a partially torn Achilles tendon. So, uh, it's too bad. Uh, hopefully, I don't know if that means he'll come back another season, but uh, but if not, whether it is or not, that it's a shame. He's real good. You got one of the good guys in this league, and uh, I like that he went back to where he came from because uh, he knows he's getting towards the end of his career, and so he took took basically took a discount to go back to the team that that uh, brought him up and groomed him into a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just a um, note that, that I had okay. kind of just because I like the guy and it was sad to see that he, he won't be able to finish the season. Now. Yeah. Um, other than that, four minutes ago, uh, the twins posted on Twitter that, and I, cause I don't have the game on um, Sonny Gray just, through his uh, strikeout number 1,500. Yeah, and uh, update on that, 1,501 just happened. Sweet. (laughs) And counting. (laughs) So he uh, struggled through his first inning tonight. Uh, He gave up a run and left the bases loaded, but threw a few pitches there, and he's – Thrown 45 pitches now, and he's only got one out in the second inning. Uh, so it might not be a long night for Sonny. Uh, no. So. And. Uh, so I imagine we'll probably be seeing. You seen tweets that we'll get mad at? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think who we would see tonight doing the long relief. Oh. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if. Unless. Unless he gets his control and yeah. has some short innings. I mean, he's 
he's been known to do that. Um, I was going to say, I can't imagine them bringing Louis Barland in already tonight. I would think I would, it would have to be Hendrick or Winder. Yeah. Cause Louis pitched this weekend. Uh, that's a, another thing I guess we could talk about real quick. You know, Louis Varlin, you know, of course, he's going to be coming out of the bullpen. Um, I guess there, you know, he he was asked about it and he did say something that uh, might be construed as something he shouldn't have said, but at the same time, I don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, he he said, you know, basically that he's still, you know, basically he said, yeah, I'll, of course I'll do it because um, that's what they're telling me to do. But he wanted to make it clear to Rocco, and I guess they had a discussion that his ultimate goal is to uh, be a starter in the major leagues. Uh, but people, I think a few people were trying to construe it as maybe he's, complaining about being a reliever um, and maybe afraid that they're going to turn him into a reliever in his career. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think, you know, he was just being truthful. He wants to be a starter. That's fine. But, uh, and that's good. You want him to, to be clear what he wants, but, uh, and it's good that uh, he's willing to do what they're asking him to do now. Um, but he want, I want him to also be open to the idea that maybe the best thing for your career may end up being a starter cause, or being a reliever because um, maybe you'll find out that that's where you're most effective. I mean, we've seen a few guys in the past um, – and I can think of three of them in during my time as a Twins fan who started out as starters, but really their success came as bullpen guys. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking of a guy like an Eddie Gordado, a uh, Latroy Hawkins, and a Glenn Perkins. Um, you know, those are the three guys that come to my mind. Uh, well, and then even further back, uh, uh, he wasn't really a starter with the Twins, but Rick Aguilera started his major league career as a starter. But then when he got to the Twins, he was immediately made the team's closer. Um, and he's probably the first or second best closer in team history. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, be open to it, Louie. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, and that's the thing. A lot of these guys have come in, you know, when they were in the minors. Mm-hmm. and they had, you know, a lot of these teams probably had planned, you know, early on to have these guys as starting pitchers. But as, you know, as time went on, you know, they've, you know, they've decided, okay, we're going to develop you in more of a relief role. I mean, look at guys like, you know, Johan Durant. I mean, he was a starter, you know, right. and then they switched him over to, you know, obviously being a relief pitcher. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not saying Louis's best spot is being in the bullpen, but we don't you know. know if, yeah. I mean, if it happens to come that that's where he his career would uh, benefit from, then that's what you got to do. But 
you know, of course, every relief pitcher always wanted to be a starting pitcher. I would, I would assume most of them would be, you know, I can't imagine all of them going out there saying, oh, I just want to pitch one or two innings, you know, and call it good my whole career. Cause to me, I would work, I would worry about their work ethic. (laughs) Well, not quite the same thing there, but did you hear, uh, who was it? Who's the starter for the Mariners? Uh, Oh, George Kirby. Yeah. Do you hear his comments the other day? No, I did not, but I see his name's been popping up all over the place. So, you know, he's, he started the other day and I guess I don't know how bad it went, but he, he was, he voiced that he thought he was left out there too long by the manager. Uh, like, uh, what? Bipolar opposite of Sonny Gray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somebody, uh, Brandon Warren, who mm-hmm. you brought up, uh, he said, future twin, he's just the guy Rocco would want, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> In the oh, sarcastic man. way that he is, Mr. Warren is. <laughs> I guess I think that's just a stab at the old uh, shoemakers and the haps and and everybody else that we got that can only go four innings. I assume. Um, uh, that or just leave it to Brandon the, on that one. At the people, uh, you know, just being funny is. Oh, I know. Kind of I know. But sometimes, uh, sometimes Brandon doesn't. Sometimes Brandon takes no mercy. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's funny. Um, it is. It was good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I can kind of get what he's saying, but also it's it's probably not I mean, something who else, you want to say. Knows their, who else knows your arm better? You know, you you know your arm better. The next guy that probably knows your arm better might be your pitching coach. Yeah. Well, and you know. I just, I've never heard an athlete say, yeah, I should have been, should have been taken out of the game sooner because uh, I was tired or whatever. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't know that I would want a guy on my team saying that. Uh, I want, I'd rather have a Sonny Gray who's, who's pissed because he got taken out before, before he thought he should have been. Because that tells me he's an ultimate competitor. Where, when you say, "Yeah, I think I should have been taken out sooner than I was," that 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 just rubs you the wrong way. Um, um yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I could definitely understand that. I mean, yeah, I would I would love to have a guy who doesn't want to come out of a game, but it's also one of them deals that if something's I wrong, be hurt. But he yeah, he's hurt. hurt. Something's wrong. Hey, man, you know, I, I'm 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 not up to. I'm not pitching like I should be pitching. I mean, then that's kind of nice to have, you know. It's you know where you're not sitting there in a Joe Ryan situation like we had earlier this year. You know where he failed to say something to somebody about you know not being a hundred percent. So I mean, it's I just don't you know, know it, you it's are. pretty great. It's a great thing. I just don't know that you want to say that to the media. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's the, I guess Definitely that's the main not. problem I have with it. Yeah, now it's out been, there on tape. 
Yeah, that definitely should have been in only, you know, around the club. That should not have been in the media. Yeah, because I know Trevor Plouffe had something today that was one of their big main topics on his podcast that I haven't got to listen to, but I do want to, I'm kind of interested on, you know, uh, his take on that. So I'll have to, I'll have to listen to that too. See what old Trev says. Who uh, have you gotten to catch any of him being a uh, uh, analyst for the Twins yet? Um, I think I got to catch him a little bit when they were in Oakland, but other than that, no, I've missed all his games. Okay. He's only done a few, but I, yeah, I kind of like it, especially when it's him and Glenn Perkins together. Um, oh yeah, that's I when can imagine. Fun. That's when it's fun because obviously they were they were teammates and. Uh, and uh, just, it's also cool to get a hitter and a pitcher's perspective at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also the fact that both their their per, both their personalities kind of bounce off each other. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and then back to the discussion you or we we were having about uh, starters turning into relievers, and we were talking about Varlin there. Uh, Glenn Perkins, you know, I said he's one of those guys who was a starter. Uh, kind of failed miserably, and the Twins moved him to the bullpen. And um, from everything I hear Glenn say, he was very happy about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I one of the remember. few guys I've ever heard say that, oh, thank God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I knew I actually, <laughs> I don't know where I heard that from. It had to have been on, I want I to say it was a Gleeman the Geek yeah. episode. They were talking about that, and no, they didn't see right there. That's that's good. He knew he didn't have, you know, if he wanted to stick around in the, you know, in the game, that he had to, you know, go into a relief role versus a starting role. So, yeah. I mean, good for him. I mean, that's even though stinks that his uh, career was still plagued by injury but you know a little bit yeah yeah did it i can't remember did it end early because of one uh i want to say he did he had some type of injury that was oh that kind of played a little bit into him wanting to retire so okay i know uh guy i think about when uh is actually a guy who wasn't injured like his whole career until his last year was uh, Brad Radke and he decided instead of having surgery he was just going to try to make it through his last season and then retire. Uh, I believe he had a torn labrum or something. Okay. Uh, yeah, because Glenn only pitched Glenn only pitched like seven innings his last two seasons with the Twins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure exactly. the injuries had something to do with him wanting to get away from the game. So I think he was. I think it was a shoulder injury. Yep. But I'm not 100 percent exactly what was wrong. But uh, he's definitely a guy who's. I love him on TV. He's got a such a good outgoing personality, and uh, he's just fun to listen to. And uh, so. I love it when he does games, um, especially when it's a three-man booth with 
whether it's him and Mornell or him and Trevor Plouffe. Um, I like the idea that I hope they do more three-man booths next year um, than they did this year, and they did quite a bit of them. Um, so it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, so, all right, yeah, we covered who they're playing next this next week. Uh, I don't know. Should we wrap her up? Yep, sounds good to me. Watch, watch, see if Aaron Rodgers is any good still. Everybody's <laughs> picking the Jets. To, uh, I got the Bills. To pick the Jets to win the Super Bowl now. No. Did you, did you watch the Vikings yesterday? Or uh, yeah, Vikings I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um. Is that your team it's, too, or do you have a different? Oh yeah, team? I'm a Vikings okay. fan. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I got some mixed feelings right now. Um, you know, I, I'm the, the main thing I'm worried about with the Vikings is the offensive line. Thank you. Yes. Yes. This I don't know if this offensive line can can do exactly what Kevin O'Connell wants to do with this offense, the kind of offense he wants it to be. I don't know if this line can do it. Um, certainly didn't. They certainly didn't look like it yesterday. No, it's no. Turning into no, kill like said, yeah. yeah, cousin uh-huh. got hit quite a few times yesterday. Yeah. That really, that really worries me. Even though he's as durable as he is, that it still really worries me. No, um, I like the defense. The defense is yeah. definitely way better. <laughs> yeah, I like the. Cool. I like this better than the Ben don't break defense we saw last year. So, um. I'm I'm a little worried about them playing Philadelphia though. It's oh, that's yeah. gonna be especially um, on a short week. So yeah, I'm uh, have to admit that I've already in my mind I'm prepared for an zero and two start. Um, yeah, I thought it would be at least one and one. I really oh they, yeah and they should have won yesterday yeah but. they should have won but like i said it's you know the turnovers didn't help them no. um you know there was some three and outs that they you know at some points some of the three and outs didn't help you know tampa's big drive they had in the second half that just pretty much took the sale out of everything um so, i mean the vikings really didn't really get a chance to get going Mm-hmm. Um, to me, in my own opinion, in the second half. So, um, like I said, for the most part, I'm really worried about that offensive line. I just don't know, you know, especially now with the two injuries with Bradbury and um, yeah, and uh, who who was the other one injured yesterday? Uh, shoot, eh, I can't remember right offhand. But anyway, you know, I yeah, I just I I think they're gonna have to sign a free agent. Um, if, if if any of those injuries are really bad, so Saturday, because I just someone off the yeah. practice squad will get an elevate, get get a promotion. We'll see. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, though, they can actually go out and sign a free agent. Oh, I sure. know that one guy that they were looking at earlier this year that came and visited. He hasn't been signed yet. Okay. And being that it's after week one, they don't. Have, it's not. If they sign somebody off the street, it doesn't have to be a guaranteed contract. So, okay, yeah. So, wonder if they can talk that. Let's I forget his first name, but he's Travis Kelsey's brother. 
Oh, uh, Jason Kelsey. Him out of, there you go. Can you talk him out of retirement? Oh, yeah, no. No, <laughs> there's somebody they have in mind. I just can't remember uh, the guy's name. He was uh, there. He was there for a visit, but he never signed with them. Oh. So it might be one of them deals where, um, you know, well, how they much might just bring him. Good to you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And, you know, <laughs> and they don't have, and they can cut him anytime and not have to pay the whole thing. So that's true. Yeah. So, and looks like Matt Olson just hit home run number 50. <laughs> Oh, for the Braves! Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's this is his second home run tonight. So, jeepers, they got some stats going on on that team. Yes, they do. They, the Braves, they got a one guy who's hit more than thirty home runs and stolen sixty bases. Now they got a fifty home run hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have to be the probably. Uh, overwhelming favorites to win. Oh, by far. I would think. Yeah, by far. So they're really good again. Um, yeah. So that'll that'll be interesting to see how they're. But again, you know, you never know what happens in short series. <laughs> and then Paul Allen just tweeted now. Aaron Rodgers is out. Aaron, it says here, Aaron Rodgers out. If the game, it says here, watch Zach Wilson tear it up. Mark my words. I don't know if he's. No idea what's going on there. I don't know if uh, the media's hurt already or what. I haven't turned. uh, I haven't either. Then again, Paul Allen could have had a few drinks in his hot tub a little too soon already. So they just started like 15 minutes ago, Paul. Wow. (laughs) Maybe he already did take a hit. I don't know. Yep, yeah, yeah. Ian about forty years old, so it only takes. Even maybe he finally is bro. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ian Rappaport just reported that Aaron Rodgers is being helped off the field, and Zach Wilson is in. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Ah darn! <laughs> uh... Well, in real life, I hope he didn't actually get hurt. But well, doesn't break my heart. No, either. but <laughs> I don't know. That just chalks it up to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, as uh, the saying is, uh, with the Mets, the they say the Mets, the Mets will be the Mets, and the I think I bet you the people say the same thing. The Jets will be the Jets. Yep, and that guy I was telling you about, the big yeah. Mets fan, he is also a Jets fan. <laughs> that seems to be the way it goes in New York. If you're a Mets fan, you're a Jets fan. If you're a Yankee mm-hmm. fan, you're a Giants fan. That is uh, correct. That's weird. I don't know how how come that is. Are they on? I mean, well, the Jets and the Giants, they play in the same stadium, so it's not that. I don't know. Um or do Mets fans just like losing? <laughs> Who knows? Mets and Jets fans, they just like to be miserable. I don't know. One of these oh, days, both, one of these days, we'll have a Jets and Vikings Super Bowl, right? Uh, <laughs> one I of these days. <laughs> As a shirt that uh, friend of mine came over yesterday and watched the Vikings with me. He is 
got one of those shirts that says, just one before I die. Oh, yeah. I had that <laughs> shirt, too. <laughs> That's all we want. Uh, if I find that picture, I'll post it on Twitter. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I suppose we're rambling now, so we should wrap this up. And uh, uh, if anybody wants to find us on social media, how can they find you? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at MDHoffman61. All right. And you can find me at uh, Big Joe Gun on Twitter. Um, and if you want to interact with both of us on the podcast, just look up Twins Nation Pod on Twitter. Um, and we'll, we're glad to interact with you. Uh, also, we have page on uh, Instagram. It's at also at Twins Nation Pod there. Um, and we're on the new threads, but uh, I'm not very good at remembering that yet. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how long it's going to even be a thing. Uh, didn't didn't really take off there, Mister Mister um, Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah. So, um, as it certainly basically is just the copycat of Twitter. Um, what it looked like to me, but anyway. Uh, that's how you can if you want to interact with us. Great. Uh, uh, and uh, definitely appreciate anybody who does listen. So with that, we will wrap it up and uh, we will talk to you all next week. Hopefully we're, we're a lot closer to clinching this than we already are. Yeah, definitely. All right. Good evening, everybody. All right. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Twins Nation podcast. You can follow the show on Facebook and on Twitter. On Facebook, just search for Twins Nation podcast. On Twitter, we're at, at Twins Nation pod. And Joe is at Big Joe Gun.